Everybody out there, Sled Man here, getting ready for a hot show tonight. Getting ready to light this fire. Strap your rocks and grab your cocks. We're going to have a great show tonight. What up, partners? What up, what up partners? And what's up to all my partners out there? This is your partner on the podcast. This is Day Belay Weekend. Day I got the partner Bigger. I yeah, got the yeah. partner Sled Man. And I got the partner Nick Logue. What up to all my partners having a good old time. Congratulations, you made it through the motherfucking heat wave. Woo. Sweat, sweat. What sweat. up, partners? What, what up, partners? Let's get serious for a second. My balls were sweating uh, periphously. Is that a word? Periphys? Periphys? Yeah. 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 Periphysly. Periphysly? Uh, I looked it up in the dictionary and it says sweaty balls. Uh, yeah. How about you guys? You know, now that that talcum, that talcum thing is talcum? Uh, causes cancer, what do you do now? You know, what What do you substitute? Starch? With flour? <laughs> I mean, what, uh, Corn what do you starch. powder your balls with? Cornstarch? Shit. I, I, uh, what I do is I go to the Sephora store and I get a compact. And I, that, so do I get do the, people even do that now? Was that an old thing? Like in the 1920s, everybody had their own ball powder, little fucking... Mm. I didn't think uh, that was that around. Yeah, was just, that a thing? I when, think so. Yeah, when did that come so. around? Powder ball your powder? balls. I thought they just used a, like a uh, potpourri and shit. You, you know, know, like athletes, right before they do the 100-yard dash, they powder their balls, make sure they don't no friction there. You've seen that photo of LeBron James, right? LeBron James fucking gets the powder and shit and go like that because he wants to shoot dope free throws. Same yeah. thing with your ball sack. Yeah, it's, mm, it's a serious matter. Yeah, you got to make sure that that moisture doesn't get stuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that friction can hurt you. I'm going to open right, it up. Right, right. get slip, trip, fall, and, <laughs> you know, bust the nut. I'm going to open it up right away to the fucking heat wave that we just oh, had. Gosh. I know you and motherfuckers are going to be talking about this for years. If you ain't, you're crazy because this shit never happened. I don't remember a fucking time where the city of La Puente, California was at 115 degrees. Need I say motherfucking shit. more? Right? Fuck, it shows super that's, hot. That's bro. IE weather right Global there. It's coming this warming. way. Global yeah. warming, bro. Getting closer. Global warming. Getting closer. So What's next? I've asked you guys this question before. Big A, do you believe in global warming? Definitely believe in science. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't, you know what? It's, I got mixed, mixed opinions on that. I just, because I feel like when I watch the Al Gore documentary, like, I don't know. What he, was the name of that documentary? I forgot. Like me too. Like Earth. <laughs> You, know, you, you, know, yeah, you watch a lot of documentaries, it changes your mind. Yeah, I just belief, feel like, you know, you know if uh, you study your, your script really well, it's definitely going to be believable because you're you're reading it over and over. But yeah. I feel like he was just reading, not really not really understanding. Well, know? it was nonfiction to educate the entire world. At yeah. the time, nobody gave a fuck, right? I mean, the yeah. penguins are floating on islands out there that they're, they're breaking off of the mainland. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think definitely uh, humans are having an impact on, on Earth's uh, weather. I definitely think that's happening. If we weren't here, you know, all the all the gases, all the crap that we we're producing, we're just throwing it out in the atmosphere. We're choking ourselves. That's what's going on. Speaking of oral asphyxiation, uh, when's the last time you pleasured yourself choking yourself there, Sledman? Uh, you know, I have an appointment uh, at 6 <laughs> o'clock every week with uh, Dominatrix. Ooh. That just takes care of that for me. Dude, I've always wondered, like, how do you find a Dominatrix? Like, you know, first you got to come up with a safe word, you know. Yeah. My safe word is kumquat. Yeah, so you know, say that in a big crowd. Yeah, somebody's gonna know exactly like, oh, what you're shit. talking about. I need a dominatrix that believes in global warming. Okay, that's it. Is all the material she wears? Is it all recycled material? It's biodegradable. Yes. It's leather. cannabis, hemp, leather. It's edible. So, Nick Loke, do you believe in global warming? Do believe it's getting? It's been getting hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting hot in here. But, um, Don't take off your clothes. Do not. 
What uh, is global warming? I've, I've been watching this uh, new show. Warming. Secrets in the Ice. And Secrets in the Ice? Ooh, yes. You sure it's not a porn? Ooh. Is it about meth? Yeah. It's it's about like ice is melting, the permafrost is uh, melting away, melting away, and we're losing our history. We're, they're finding stop trying they're to find, fill they're it. finding <laughs> mummified bodies, mummified bodies. Oh, in uh, like Mount Everest, like you know, Ooh, and uh, yeah. other other uh, places where it's, things are turning up. You know, I've actually brought that up in the past about the bodies showing up in Mount Everest. Nick, look, what did you learn about that? Like, there's some crazy shit. Are they finding over there? Uh, I mean, it's uh, someone that disappeared a long time ago, and uh, he might have been the first to actually make it to the, the top, summit. The summit. No yeah. shit. You know, Interesting. Never made it back down though. So secrets of the ice. Uh, where can the, we find the show? Is it what channel is it on? Not, PBS sure. twenty eight. Channel twenty eight. Maybe on Discovery. PBS. KCET. I'm not sure. I think global warming happens to a lot of worlds, to a lot of planets out there. You know, they're either naturally or um, or man made or uh, somehow influenced by something else. Let's say there was a big ass motherfucking comet. They came and crashed, but then destroyed the Earth. Would there be global warming? Let's say everything caught on fire. Is that global warming? It would fucking be hot. It would be hot if there was a rainstorm of meteors and it just fucking burned the shit out of all our forests. We'd have, we'd have, we'd be cooked. That's that's not man-made. That could happen. I want to know so that when they talk about these animals, like oh, the like the dodo bird, the dodo bird. Yeah, like all these random animals that are like, why is that important? I think it. I think we make it important. I think people are the ones that make it important. It isn't. It's not important to Mother Earth. It's not important to the to the Earth. It's not important to the other animals. It's just something that's gonna happen anyways. But we make it such a big deal because oh, you know, we want to care yeah. about everything and this and this and that. But the reality is that you know you can't control everything. You know, things are gonna disappear and nobody's gonna know where the fuck they went. It's like the other day, right? When I had to take a shit really bad. I walked into the fucking bathroom and there was no toilet paper. And I couldn't wait. I had to sit down because if I was going to go look for toilet paper, you game might over. Yeah. yeah. So what do you do? Big A, do you wait? Man, that's pretty intense, bro. Because when you got to take a masa, dude, you got to go. So it's like. If you had the three shells, then yeah, you know, we wouldn't yeah. be having this conversation. <laughs> but are you. Three, three seashells. Yeah. John Spartan. You have been issued a citation for cussing. <laughs> I am the law. I am the law. That's yeah, just dread. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Same thing, right? On oh, no, a demolition man. Yeah. Demolition man. You know what though? But lately, because I've been like, oh, you know, everybody's still working remotely. Some people are going back, but I'm like, dude, I want to know what everybody's been watching lately. You know, like there's different Hulu, there's Netflix. I'm Prime. tired of it, bro. Every day yeah. I'm searching for something. Like, that, what are you, you guys know, watching? Like, like what, are you, what are you guys watching right now? <laughs> Fuck! I'm yeah. done. I'm all out. I'm, I'm exhausted. I know every, every show that I mentioned to you, you've already seen. Yeah. So yeah, I know you've seen everything. I actually just actually Monday I started watching Cobra Kai and I finished it Wednesday. Two both days, seasons, both seasons. Yeah, and, you know, so I was, you binge. Yeah. How binge. was it? Was it a good experience? For you? <laughs> you should, I, I liked it. You know, like, this fool sent me a video. He's like, I just finished watching Cobra Kai, and then he <laughs> breaks like five bricks on fire. Ah, you sent me that video. It's ice, like, the ice slabs on yeah. fire. Yeah. Well, you said we watch right now, dude. Always look uh, yeah. Always look I got into the Cobra Kai too. I mean, I haven't. I, mean, I did finish it today. I finished it, and um, can't favorite, wait for the your next. Your favorite thing about Cobra Kai? You know, there's a lot of uh, life lessons in uh, the shows that you watch. You Give know, me one. Uh, like when uh, Johnny takes look the kid, the neighbor kid, right? He sees this kid and he wants to instill uh, all the good stuff that he can into this kid to kind of almost make up for the, the loss of uh, of not being there for his own. Flesh and blood kid. 
Um, you know what though? Hey, you, when, after we we, uh, we talked about you know the first Karate Kid and Daniel Russo, and then watching the Cobra Kai, it stamps everything that we'd mentioned that dang danny larusso that is a jerk yeah, yeah you're right you're that right that punk. that is the biggest surprise like look, i know he's trying to go we, with the whole like the whole east coast i'm tough feel but like dude, we grew up thinking uh larusso was Jer- a good from guy Joyzy, yeah you know that's what, what i'm saying dude like he, the god in state down, and then he goes after the train johnny's son that's yeah man up. you know what i'm saying so what a wrong. twist that's a good show it makes a good show so the next question I want to ask to all my partners out there, and I'll start with Sled, man. What do you do to prepare for football, partner? When I get ready for a football game, partner, I like to listen, put on my headphones and listen to a Walkman, you know, and uh, just listen to a little Metallica, a little corn. I like to put on a, a face paint, you know, silver and black, Raiders. Nice. I, I like to make sure that I take my shit before I get ready for game time, baby. I like to hydrate. Most of the time, it's power, Gatorade power water or Powerade Gator water. My favorite part of getting ready for the football season is making sure that the couches that I'm going to use to sit on to watch the games are all nice and prepped and ready to go. Oh, yeah. We got to make sure I got the biggest TVs ready, you know? Like. You got to make sure you have a good lineup of drinks, too, man. Got to get hydrated. And get your drinks at the same time. It helps to have a female there with you because when you cheer, they cheer, and then they bounce up and down. One of my favorite parts about getting ready for the game is the tailgate section. You know, you get there early, get your stuff ready to go. You put your chair out there, you set up your table, and then you talk to your neighbors. You know, you throw a little frisbee out there, you know. Tailgating is the best, especially when you go to the Raider games. Tailgate, walk through all the parking lot, chilling, drinking, eating. Hell yeah, yeah. You know, one thing I love about tailgating is the beer bong. You know what? Everybody gets fired up. All ages. Twin went over, of course. Mm-hmm. I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom at a tailgate. Uh. Another thing I like about getting ready for a football game is the women. You know, the women, they put on their jerseys. They put on Ooh. little Daisy Dukes. You know, mm. they get all pretty mm-hmm. and ready to go. Mm-hmm. They're cheering out there for their team just like everybody else. Oh, the ladies are always the best. Nick, you can't keep copying what Sledman says. And there's nothing wrong with it. You can You can't elaborate why do we like the ladies? Because they're badass. Make me horny. One thing I love about tailgating is <laughs> make me want to whiting. Getting getting, no, getting to an early game that starts at 10 a.m. and you're in the parking lot by 6 a.m. and you're faded by 8 a.m. Getting er, oh, getting faded early as fuck. You know another thing that uh, comes from history from uh, my background. When I used to play football and it was game day and it was time to get ready, you go into this little room with your pals, with your partners, get all ready and watch Braveheart. Watch a little Braveheart Ooh. and get him watch his speech. Get y'all pumped up and ready to go, ready for war that day, that evening. Put on a show for all the fans out there. Could anyone recite the Mel Gibson Braveheart speech? Freedom! That's all I remember. Lick no, could give you a thousand dollars if you give me half yeah. a line. Half a line, go. I, I can't, bro. Like I'm, I have. What are you doing here, pa? You guys, you guys, you guys, no, everybody's here. That's Arnold and that's Austrian. Yeah, way I, the fuck I, you know, I, yeah, I gotta work on it. What do you like about football? Go. Give me music. Gotta have that music. Get get your mind right. You know, get what? you in that in that mood. You know, you gotta be in that. Doom dooch, doom dooch. Blood on your face, big disgrace. Spanking my mind all over the place. We will, we will rock you. Remember when the uh, the Cobras came in? And, uh, Dodgeball, Dodgeball, yeah. <laughs> what movie do you remember where laces on a football were so important? When we ready to go, partner. Uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detectives. The laces were in. They were in. Favorite thing about preparing for a football go? 
Fuck, the best part is just getting the lineup of music for sure and then just what's, just going, what's, what Nick what's going on going. after. One of the best feelings in football is when you crack somebody on defense, you're, you go crack them hard, knock them down on their ass. You know, what a great feeling mm. that you get. For, mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel it's better than sex. You know, it's like, sex, boom, you sex, get that feeling sex, of sex, oh, sex, power. Sex, you fucking sex, laid somebody sex. out. What I like about preparing for football is I don't want your life. I don't want. Don't want. Yola. Play, play oh, foot, one thing I missed too. football was Craven High School. Might be in the opportunity to your life. I don't, I don't want. Yola. Yo life. Tugging up. Man, you get a lot of stains on your jersey for that game. The little war wound action though. Like this was season two. This was season three. Fuck. What I, I like about football is Texas. Texas. Texas is it. If you're in Texas in this football season, oh, it's all about it. It's have you about ever? It. Have you ever been to Texas? Yes. Have you stayed there and hung out there? No. <laughs> have you watched a football game in no. Texas? No. In there? No. Have you uh, been to a football practice in Texas? No. But you know that Texas is the shit when it comes to football? Yes, because of the media. The media that displays this stuff at and puts it in front of our face. Fake news. Sled Fake man. news. Yeah. Fake news. Yeah. Oh, and they got yeah. a good barbecue out there, too. The barbecue. You better not go to Texas. They'll fuck you up. Oh. Eddie Murphy. Hey, they're, they're, uh, what I like about football, about football. What, I, what I like about preparing for football is when you're fucking sitting there in front of the mirror and you put your jersey on and then you put your cleats on and then you just go and put it on Channel 11. Now, before a game, <laughs> do you jerk it before the day before the game or the day of the game? I never jerked it the day of the game. All right. I always waited. Uh, 11, you wanted the 11, power. You I wanted always, more power. I always let go at 11.59 prior to the, and the next day it was full. It was just full well, of Sack is full. Yeah. Sack yeah. is full. So they do full say sack. that they want to make sure testosterone levels are high, so they recommend after the yeah. game. I so, once so tested. Do, uh, do, you, do you jerk off if they win and not and if they lose? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, are, after the game, win or lose. Are, I, I or never thought win, of it that do way. Do you win no matter what? I never thought of it that way. I just well, usually as far as the yeah, everybody wins, but uh, yeah. What I, the game. what I like about preparing for football is having your fucking favorite channel lineup ready to go. Having your recordings ready to go. Having your computer up. Having your fantasy team there. Looking at three or four of your fantasy teams and knowing that you're fucking shit up that day. You know, I've never played fantasy football. Like, what? Yeah, I've never. There's a lot it. of people who don't play fantasy football. Why? Why not? I just, yeah, it's. It seems like a giant one's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta see, I gotta check this score, check this score, check yeah. this guy's stats, and for me, it just goes back to that. gambling. It just goes back to gambling, not a gambling man. Some people like to gamble, some people don't like Lord to gamble. Was a gambling man. Who's gonna take you home tonight? tonight. So, sled man, fantasy football is is more of an art. Okay, I got explain, gotta explain, out, I'm gonna give you guys, I'm give you guys art? a fucking soliloquy. All right, I'm going to give you a simple soliloquy that you can understand. Take it back to your mama and show it to her, and she'll buy about three fucking four of them. All right? This first one. First one is you got your partner Bigger. You got your partner Nicola. You got your partner Slendman. And then we're fucking sitting here, and we're about to play kickball. All right? And then there's another guy. He's also the captain. Me and him are the captain. We're both going to fucking switch teams. We're both going to pick teams. We're going to go. I'm going to go. I, I, on, I landed. You're, you were the captain, but you also, you were, I thought you were picked last all the time. No, I was picked last. That's why I was the captain this time, because I was going to pick first, bitch. So this is the way it works, the soliloquy. So first of all, you got two captains, right? First of all, who are you going to pick first? You're going to pick Bigger? You're going to pick Nicola? You're going to pick Sledman? Who would you pick? Sledman? MVP. You got to figure out who the MVP is out of all the people. You got to make a little quick judgment out of everybody. If you've never seen anybody playing, you got a, a lineup of people. You got to make a quick judgment. Hey, that guy's pretty big. Hey, that guy's pretty fast. So give the listeners a criteria of what those judgments would be. What categories would they be? 
most most valuable player you know who's gonna bring you the most in your team you know somebody that's gonna score for you somebody's gonna block for you what traits do you look for what do you look for in, in, a, in a player well i think for me offense is is key right somebody that's gonna get get the ball in the end zone either you want somebody fast or somebody that could pass or somebody that could catch one of those three you want a lot of different things which is it well you gotta narrow it down right first pick go i think you gotta go with the quarterback I think you got to go with uh, somebody that's a leader and somebody that could direct the team and just get them to where they need to go. Hmm. So I think uh, I think quarterback is is important, uh, just like everybody else, just like everybody else. They're all important. But do you see any leadership qualities uh, in front of you right now? Yes, I think all you guys, all my partners are here, leaders. This is a table of generals right mm. here. We're mm. no slackers. We're all generals right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you notice, the table is pentagonal shaped. Because we uh, be doing shit. Almost like a round table, right? Mm. Almost like a round table. Have you ever seen a, a, a ring of fire? Never seen a ring of fire person. This is a ring of fire right here. Oh. We're a ring of fire. Round Another reference to the ring of fire is the volcanic ring of fire. Where's the ring of fire located? Pine go. Ring of Fire is located in the South Coast of Australia, the Southern Island, beneath the wind where the... Beneath the equator, yeah, up no. north, rises up to the northwest east, all the way around to South the Australia Himalayas, Australia. all the way South down to Southern California. So I want to shift gears a bit, and uh, I want to start talking about shit you did as a kid. All right, what was the craziest, most stupidest shit you did as a kid? In junior high, in junior high, there was this one time I went to the Sadie Hawkins dance, and uh, you know, I, I, wait, I, who'd I, you ask? You would you ask? Oh, somebody? it was uh, it was uh, Donna. Donna. No. Oh, thought her name was Simone. She was no. Abigail. <laughs> her name was really Donna. No. Uh, <laughs> of course. You, was there even someone where you just? <laughs> Talking about an 80s rom-com movie. Was the room remember? really cold? All right, so when you were a kid. Dumbest shit you ever did or stupidest shit you Dumbest ever did? shit you ever did. Okay. Mm. You saw a lot of dumb things. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I got one for you. Me and my best friend. Me and my best friend. I had the great, uh, greatest idea. We are going to play catch. My dad went out early in the morning and cut a bunch of uh, nopales, a bunch of cactus. He set them all down on the table, still with all the thorns in there. Mm -hmm. And then I had a great idea. I was like, hey, Bobby. Here, catch, motherfucker. And I threw fucking nopales at him. He fucking got all these fucking splinters oh, all in his nice. hands. Just cried like a motherfucker. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he threw him back and I caught him. But I remember I didn't cry. I was like, oh, yeah, badass. You caught him? And he kept crying. Yeah, I caught him. I was like, oh. And then my mom comes out. What are you fuckers doing? You threw him at your mom. No, no, no. no. She came out with the tweezers and fucking had to take care of us. Holy but shit. Dumb stuff, right? No, no, no. I remember his mom. Was pissed. Was pissed when she came to pick <laughs> if, him up. If, if he was here right now, if he's, he's my listening, first best if he's friend. listening, what would you want to tell him about that time? Bobby, if you're listening right now, that badass no catch was the best fucking yeah. memory, dumb stuff I ever did. Orale. As a kid. Thank Orale. you. Yeah, thank you. I got to go on. Everybody uh, needs a best friend as a kid. Yeah, yeah. I was like in, I was sixth grade, you know, the last weeks of school, you know, um, we, before we had a ceremony for the graduation. I don't know why I didn't want to go to Disneyland because all my friends were not in the right group. Uh, that junior high, allowed. elementary, middle school, uh, yeah. elementary. So we, everybody in the class, decided to open up all those emergency trash cans, and we ate all that shit <laughs> from the box. And everybody left the fucking wrappers all over where they were like, "Where are these?" The cafeteria didn't the even sell these foods, and everybody got caught. But me, wait, where were these <laughs> rations located? They were located like on the recess area, like the basketball courts. Like everybody was just eating all the snacks and leaving the wrappers all over. So this has this story has nothing to do with Disneyland. No, just it's a dumb, dumb thing I did. Because you mentioned Disneyland, you and some other people, or yeah, because the class I was with, 
they didn't they didn't go to the Disneyland trip, so it was like the last week of school. Oh, well, it was like and the we uh, stood back, right? It was like the the fucking uh, the, the the castaways, yeah, the, yeah. the black sheep. I didn't of the go school. because the rejects, friends, the rejects. They didn't yeah. make it. My my yeah. friends weren't able to go, so I was able to. I was I could have went, but I didn't. You back with the partners. You back with the partners. You back drafted them. I stood back with you. Like, go. Yeah. But dude, everybody nah. in that group opened up the trash cans and emergency kits. They opened all that shit up, ate it, let the rappers all over. Everybody everybody got got caught with me, dude. No shit. Yeah, they nobody, didn't get it walked. Nobody read you out either, huh? Nah. Hey, you're lucky the statute of limitations is 14 years on yeah, the yeah, 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 I haven't told meals. nobody about this till yeah. now. Totally. Yeah. True story yeah. though. Back to you, partner. Here Here's lies on. Big A. Ate all the rations. <laughs> Remember those Kearns cans too, the little the little foil things? Yes. You pull it off, like, dude, they're all over. And then, hey, I can picture them with like those badass, uh, like warm fucking foil blankets and shit from the emergency. <laughs> oh, yeah, those e- are in there. Eating underneath it and dude, shit. Dude, yeah. everything got clear. And those trash bins are pretty big too, dude. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was a dumb moment in my life. Nick Love. One of many. Stupidest shit you ever done as a kid, go. Anything, anything dumb. You hurt yourself, you hurt somebody uh. else. You uh, got in trouble, big You broke somebody's window with a uh, baseball. Oh, yeah. Memory. Oh, yeah. All right, I broke your window one day. Uh, it was foggy in the in elementary still, and we were out in the field past the fog. Enough fog where the the okay. aides couldn't see us. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You're, like a picture you're, you're of this. Past the, the yeah. vision. Yeah. Yeah. The and, pasture. Uh, it was a pasture, and we had one of those uh, those those ball the ball with the tail on it like so you could just like foxtail they're called foxtail, foxtails yeah, or yeah. something it was uh, it was and, a, uh i was gonna say skip it and uh someone we were playing with that and someone threw a rock i'm not gonna mention no names they're not here though anyways and it broke a window from the houses that were on the on the other side of the fence and uh all of us got in trouble when we were walking back because they were, they called the school. So yeah they called right away yeah so they were waiting for us when we walked back through the through the fog Hmm. Caught they, you know, guys. Yeah, they caught us and everything, and uh, yeah, we talked our way out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't us; it was some we, other we, kids. We, we were saying that the fox tail got stuck in the tree, and we threw a rock to try to knock it down. Good <laughs> one, good it. one. I'm gonna. Um, so we got away with it. But. I'm gonna go ahead and raise my hand and just say that was the lamest fucking story <laughs> ever. <laughs> All right, Pino, you gotta I, top I mean, it. That, that was just a broken window. All right, Pino, yeah. what's the dumbest thing you did as a dumbest kid? Dumbest thing I ever did. I always liked to start cars when I was a kid. <laughs> oh. Always, I, mean, I was always hanging out in the car and just listening to music and shit. Uh, one day, did it like three times, I think, in my younger days, where I would start the car and it was a stick shift and it was in first gear and boom, the fucking shit would hit the car in front of you. No way. Oh, oh, remember shit. that? Huh? How many times have you seen a kid uh, on video fucking joyriding an eight-year-old or a ten-year-old all Ooh. by himself? Man. Dude, that'll be crazy. Dope. First, first time I ever drove. How old are you? Twelve. I'd say like ten. Uh, 16? What? Well, when I was four, my parents said I drove them crazy. <laughs> <laughs> she, she told me uh, yesterday that you, you still drive her crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Crazy, 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 crazy. Yeah, man. So we've done a lot of stupid shit as kids. Um, if you have a cool, awesome story and you want to share it with the partners, leave us a voicemail. All right, go to the show notes and hit the details of the show and you'll scroll down and you'll see some links down there and one of them says click and leave a voicemail. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you want to tell us a little bit about your childhood dumb shit stories. If you want to say what up to all the partners, go ahead and we'll put it on the show. Uh, We're going to go ahead and take a commercial break right now. We'll be right back. This is from a word from our sponsors. What What up, up, partner? partner? 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. That was a word from our sponsor. It's a day Berlay weekend, and I got my partners in the building. This is a What a Partner podcast, and we're going hard, and we're going fucking extreme because we got bigger. We got Sled yeah, yeah. and we got the everlasting talking, never shutting the fuck up partner, Nick Loke. Nick what Loke, up, please, five words or less. No more than that. We can't hear anymore, bro. <laughs> Go, Nick Loke. What up, partners? What up, what up partners? partners? Oh, were you going to say something? I was, but hey. What, he, Nick Loke showed up with a blunt, and he showed up with a fucking ounce of weed, and Nick Loke's like, don't even trip, son. We're going to have a good old night. We got fucking Templeton Rye Whiskey. We got Coors Yellow Jackets, Cobra Kai style, because the sled man. And we got all the partners wanting to hang out with us. If anyone is down to come to the dojo, hit us up. We are always welcoming new partners. What up, partners? What up, partners? So, Bigger, what do we got on store for the second half of the show tonight, partner? You know what, dude? Today would have been Labor Day. Day, It's actually pronounced Daberlay. Oh, Daberlay. My bad. You know, and then coming to the dojo every day and always seeing this message you left right here of Rocky. And I just think about how that message is so deep and it relates to the partners. Why we have that hanging in the dojo, and I, 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 I don't know for some reason today it just. I think you should. It just, made, it just called me out. You, you know. Want, you wanna, no, 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 I, I want to know. Like, you want to read it out? No, you want to talk no, about no, it? No, no, I want you to just break down more about Rocky. What, what was his influences that gave you the fire? Rocky well, yeah. Balboa. Yeah. All right. So first of all, Sylvester Stallone. He was a poor actor. And he wrote the script after watching. Um. Uh. Fuck. What was his name? The white dude that that lost to uh, Ali. I want to say Lennox oh, Lewis, no. but that's not right. Fuck. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wait, is, that even, is that even a Where's boxer? Okay, so there was a white dude that uh, lost to Muhammad Ali, but he did okay. He was from fucking Jersey. Oh, they made a movie after. Tommy Boy. They made the a movie after. Right, the guy Boy? from Ray Donovan. I, I think Rocky Marcel. Bosh. No, 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 no. No, it was... Uh, Brendan Stimpy. Sure. It was like Chuck... Uh, yeah. Chuck Norris? Chuck Denver or some shit like that. Anyways, you guys know who I'm talking about. Anyways, Ray Donovan, the guy who plays Ray Donovan, the guy who was Wolverine's brother in the X-Men movies, yeah. he, Tooth. he played him in a real movie autobiography... Chuck Webner. Chuck Webner was his name. Sylvester Stallone went to a Chuck Webner fight against Ali. He saw Chuck Webner getting his ass beat, but still coming back and still fucking shit up. That's how Chuck Webner fought. He always got his ass beat, always got fucked up, but he always still fucked shit up. Anyways, Sylvester Stallone saw that fucking fight. He went back to his pad and he wrote the movie Rocky in 24 hours. He did Damn. it on a fucking typewriter back in the day. No fucking way. That's, dude, 24 hours. Yeah. You ever use a typewriter? That shit's oh, yeah. not easy, bro. You have to know how to type. Anyways, Rocky Balboa was born. Um, I really appreciate the storyline, but not until really the first time where I was really motivated. Besides, you know, him fucking knocking people out and getting up and then it was a draw and then the next fight he won. And then part three, part three. What was the name of Mr. T? Nick Lowe. Clever Lang. Clever Lang. Good. Mm, very Seven. good. Remember that? Uh, Mickey, remember. Mickey dies. He tells him right before he dies, oh, I set up all your fights. They were has-beens. 
Those are easy fights. And then fucking gets into Rocky's head. Then Mickey dies. He never really gets a chance to talk to him. Anyways, he's racing Apollo on the beach like I did earlier this morning when I raced Bigger. And they won. He's racing Apollo on the beach and they're training for a Clubber Lang rematch. And fucking uh, uh, Rocky just quits. He stops racing. He stops running. Remember that scene? Yeah, that was pretty deep. Dude. Then fucking Adrian, a.k.a. Bigger, comes up to Rocky's. What's wrong? You know you can quit if you want to. <laughs> I don't know, Adrian. I just don't have it in me anymore. You know, I just, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just done. Well, what's wrong? Are you scared? It's okay to be scared. Well, you're, you're a man, aren't you? And then she just gives him this dope ass fucking. If any woman, female out there, any partner wants to know what type of bride you want in your corner, you listen to that fucking speech. She gives him the best fucking speech, brings him back to fucking life. He goes off, fucks up Clubber Lang, ends up having Rocky fucking five, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and then Creed one and two. Damn. That's what type of speech that was. That's the kind of girl you need yeah, in your corner. Adrian, That's the kind that. of partner that's you need in your corner. The pilot, the strong pilot. Anyways, hold on. To answer your question, the fucking thing on the dojo wall over there is from uh, Rocky six or seven when he fights uh, Antonio Tarver, the magic man. That's from Rocky Balboa. And his son, his son is fucking talking shit to him. And his son blames his dad for everything. And then he's like, let me tell you something. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and it's a nasty place. And it will beat you to your knees and it will keep you there. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't how hard you get hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out there and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hit. And no pointing fingers saying you ain't where you are because of him or because of her or because of anybody. Cowards do that. And that ain't you. You're better than that. Rocky Rocky Balboa. Balboa. That was pretty deep. Right I want to give here. a toast to the most of Rocky Balboa and a what up to all my partners during this Day Relay weekend motherfucking episode. I got bigger sled man and Nick Lowe. Let's take a fucking shot. Let's do this shit. Do a shot. We're going to switch it up. All right, shot let's take our shot and, and do your Rocky voice. Go. Let's take a shot. Hey, yo, Adrian. <sighs> Whoa. Yeah, so I love Rocky Balboa. Fucking love every minute of it. Not so much of a fan for Creed 1 and 2. Michael B. Jordan did good, good, the good thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They kept the story going. Apollo's son. Apollo had an affair. He had a son. That was cool. Anyways, if you were uh, Rocky Balboa, would you have liked to see a different outcome? Let's say you had to make a Rocky 10. What yeah. would it be about? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Are we up to 7? Uh, Creed? Plus the Creed? Plus the other ones? Probably like 9 right now. All right. So 10. No. Yeah, 10. Yeah. You can just do it like, you know, Cobra Kai and uh, Miyagi Go. Oh, real life. Have, uh, uh, have him have a rival boxing club. Oh, him know? and him with uh, the, yeah. the Russian guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what happened in Creed 2, right? What's his name? Dolph Lundgren's. Uh, Dolph Lundgren. What's his I, name? I, I haven't seen that. Ivan Drago. You haven't seen it? I haven't seen Creed Oh, shit. That was a good movie, dog. Good movie. What was that? So Me Nick Logue basically plagiarized Cobra Kai by insinuating a rival dojo between the two boxing uh gyms uh, yeah, man, what would you, you do? know dojo you we're at the dojo right here right now i think we can take on cobra kai we can take yeah. on the yeah, Miyagi. Sure we got the those dojo. you know we got the power on our side you know we got power we got moves you know the water partner dojo will take on any master any sensei strike first come over here and challenge us strike hard strike hard jerk hard no mercy no mercy no mercy no mercy 
Harder, go. No mercy. Boom. So, Sledman, Rocky ending alternate, go. All right. So, Rocky, you know, he's in the ninth round, and uh, he's taking on this big, huge opponent, you know, full of muscles, full of grit, full of fear in his eyes. You know, he doesn't know what to do. He's getting punched to the left, punched to the right. You know, he gets uppercut. Boom, he flies out of the ring. Goddamn fucking Rocky Balboa's sitting in the first row. He gets back up. He gets back and climbs his way into the rings. He says, hey, motherfucker. Ah, he fucking knocks him down. Uh, you know, he just fucking goes wild on him. Just wild. Just fucking wailing on his motherfucker. Rocky never cussed once. You're saying he's not going to cuss? Yes, he that's what I want to see. That's what I want to see on Rocky Tain. Like, he just turned it up and not. He turned into bad Rocky. It's like Wolver- the last Wolverine he realized- that was rated R. He realized that you know nice guys finish last. Yeah, I, I would I would really like to see Rocky body slam Hulk Hogan. He did, he did body slam. What the fuck, Nick? Not like like a a, a real body slam. Like you know, a that suplex. Was just that was a real body slam, or it was a suplex. No, no, no. I'm talking like full extension. Oh, he threw him out know? the ring. He threw him out the fucking. Or did ring. he catch him from a jump? Did he catch him and then? Because Rocky did. Rocky hmm. threw out Hulk Hogan, right? Yeah. Big A, what, what you got? Pushed him on I would want to see like a, a Rocky video where a movie's fighting some dude and some dude just says some mad personal shit and it, tables have turned where Rocky gets in a deep state of anger and he knocks somebody out and kills him. Kills oh, them. Oh, shit. Like murder on the mat. Oh. Murder yeah, on like the mat. He map. just fucking snaps. And Rocky, mm. license to And kill. he's like, Rambo. <laughs> so you want to you want to cross character on one of the last like he Rockies. puts in a bandana after. Yeah. Uh, then I think we gotta turn it up and uh, we're gonna do a future boxing with the next Rocky round where they're gonna Ooh. incorporate a robot. Yeah, you're gonna have a Rocky robot. Just just looks so just like him. Wars, Speaking yeah, of Rocky robot, Rocky Road sounds pretty good right about he's, now. His name's oh, gonna be Rocky Road. Shit. Rocky Road. It's gonna be a Rocky Road to a Rocky robot fight. Yeah, so he's gonna have a little miss, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I think I we're I think one. we're going way the fuck off. Uh, bring it back, 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 Sled man, We're in the dojo. We're in the dojo. Sled man, you're okay. Not Pablo no more. I'm your partner. We're in the dojo. Nick is hanging out with you. So, folks, we are now moving on to the next phase of the partner podcast. This next question is a very simple yet important question for bigger. And I want to see if it can cascade to all the other motherfuckers in the yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bigger, um, we have talked so much during the quarantine. We've slowed it down. We've we've tried to accommodate the pace of that of which the rest of the world is going. But where are you right now, personally, with the quarantine? How's the sex life? Are you masturbating more or less? Go. Uh, yes. Yes, the same. And uh, we've been, um, you know, this whole... Yes, yes, the same. What the fuck? Hey, that's the that's, masturbation. That's, that's the mystery you got to figure out. Yes, yes, the, the same. Yes, yes, he, yes, 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 When yes, he yes, looked yes, at me and yes, said yes. the same, he gripped his hand like, like really you see tight. see the veins yeah. on my hand? When Big A spits it out, it's like he's spitting <laughs> out art. I got to say... Spitting out art I gotta say, you, canvas. You look like Robin Williams when he did Popeye. I mean, those fucking forearms are badass. Yeah, man. You know what? This quarantine... Hey, you know, for, all, for our listeners that have been following us like on social media, like, you know, we've been keeping it low key, though, but we've still been going on about you got to keep yourself like still balanced to go out. So, right, uh, right, right. Big A, what are some of the biggest things that have affected you during the quarantine? Well, aside from not having your uh, routine to go to work, you know, but um, that and just, you know, a lot of the social events that you would normally partake in because we had that luxury. But, you know, luckily for us being the partners, we've been able to work around that and it hasn't stopped us. We've been still, we haven't been skipping a beat. 
big still living big life, you know? Big, 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 big sled, man. Yeah, man. I got a question for you, Big A. How do you think globally this uh, COVID thing's affected everybody as far as the, the morale of the whole earth? Mm, morale. You know what? You're, you're, you're going to want Big A to answer earth morale questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I just wanted his input and his thought about it. You know, globally, yeah. something happened to us all. Yeah. How do you think, like as far as what you've seen, you know, this COVID thing and what's going on, how has the, the morale of the people on earth been affected? Well, it's been um, it's kind of a weird question. But it's really, it's you really, mind if I take you know, this one again? Oh, yeah. Honestly, I've learned so many new life hacks post COVID. Mm. All right, give you an example. PPQ. If you go to McDonald's and they give you a drink and you ask for a refill, they have to give you another drink. Okay, so yes. you can get unlimited drinks like brand new ones. So you only have to really order one combo now. It's dope. So you know when you're on a budget, it's a life hack right there. Yeah, yeah you, life you, hack. you know you get a little bit more just from these little hacks here and there. Favorite there life hack. Uh, making a, a a sleeve into a face mask, like your long sleeve, cut it off. Mm, if that's yeah. a design, you make that into the mask to put around your ears. Mm. So hey, hey, big guy, I had a question for you. You know, how do you feel about the morale of planet Earth about this COVID thing? Well, you know, that's a good question, Stud. You know, I've noticed a lot of, you know, it's been about five months now. Like we've been fully set in this. Everybody's been, been affected. Everybody's yeah. been affected. It's really been five March, months, right? Yeah, March. March hit the hit the highest March, peak April, of April, May, June. Oh, yeah. dude, it was, no, it was it's more been of a more than that. April, May, June, March, July, April, August, May, September. June. Holy shit! Well, six September months. isn't fully. We're not done with September yet. About but, five full solid months. Yeah, six. Let's just call it six, dog. That's we're on our crazy. sixth month, but yeah, it's uh, you see the different level of stages of people who were like, you know, there's been their fear in them, you know, so they they were just like. Blocking themselves off from the world. Everybody buying toilet paper. The biggest impact was in March, right? Everybody felt it. It was a feeling. Everybody felt it. I think now from from March, April till now, like the group that you still see that are out and about, like I I feel, you know, because we've been going out too, that we, there's a connection of people who are a little bit more at a different level of mental strength to kind of really not like accept that. Yeah. That Rona is there. But, you know, if you do everything you can, just live life. You know, you're not guaranteed tomorrow. I think you said it right, though. We all have been connected even more. Like the folks that hung out during the quarantine, like us, right? The partners, we've been hanging out inside, outside, right? But most part is we've been with each other. We've been surviving. surviving. Dude, we've like reached another level in our partnership. We did. Right? I think we're in the fucking diamond years right now. That's how dope it is. There's a lot of people out there that are either breaking friendships. Nobody's talking to nobody. Or people are getting that much closer to each other. And I want to give mad props to all the partners that are hanging on tight and still hanging out with their fucking partners. That's what the fucking show is all about. And if you haven't noticed yet, it's okay to call your partner if it's been a while. Give them a call, right? Big yeah. A, you talk to anybody who's been a while? Yeah, I talk to people all the time. You know, uh, luckily with this day and age, we have, you know, social media. We have, you know, Zoom. We have FaceTime. So it's just uh, just a little... Little things of reaching out to people, because you, you don't know, you can't read anybody's mind. You know, they're not as as fortunate as we are. You know, we have, we have partners. You got more family, so you have a people in your circle. But some people are actually just by themselves. So if you just reach out to them, say hi, say what's up, hey, you want to shoot the shit or you know like bigger, 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 slim man here. Let me ask you another question. Uh, what do you think about um, 
about leveling up as far as uh, re- soul reincarnation. Leveling when up? you die, when you, I feel like when you die and and you reincarnate, it's because you, you just got, watched you, Bill and Ted's. You're, 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 you're at you a just certain level. Bill and Ted's journey, right? When they right. Went to but, hell. You know, yes, yes, partner. So in-flight movie for everybody out there. Make sure you got your GM uh, Wi-Fi mm-hmm. set up so That's that right. you could have a good sesh. That's right. Anyway, here to there. But back to the question, partner. So you know, so when you reincarnate, I feel like you, you you're you're just gaining more levels. You don't know who's around you. For some reason, somewhat you feel like for some reason you connect to certain people, like you knew them before, or you have something going on with them. You got a history going on. I feel like you know you're here to set a certain, almost to learn a certain lesson, and not to be imposing because a lot of people don't believe in reincarnation, but. Well, the question was about reincarnation. Yeah, you know. Holy like, shit. Can, uh, can you repeat the question, please? Yes. Yeah, so uh, what level are you on now that you've been reincarnated so many times? What do you, uh, what do you feel? That, that was thrown at you and... Like, how many birthmarks what? do you have? What? I heard that how? every birthmark you have is like how you died in your last life. So what? if you have a badass yeah. birthmark, you died yeah. badass? No, I do. I got checked out this gunshot. Hey, one. that looks like... Yeah. Uh, this, one yeah. Right yeah. this one right here, this was a fucking musket. Oh, this yeah. Was a you were there. In, you yeah. were there. This one badass. right here, this was a ninja star. It's just that all over the world, there's children. Right about six or seven, they forget their, their previous life. But there's a lot of kids all over the world. Right up until they're about seven, they remember who they were. They're the the names of the people that they lived with, uh, what they did for a living, the areas, all these technical things or whatever that a little kid shouldn't know. How the fuck do you explain that? Yeah, they actually know like other parts Detail, of the world. right, yeah. exactly. I don't believe in reincarnation. I'm not legit. I don't yeah, that's gonna, fine. A lot of people don't. For the don't. first time in history, I'm going to say it out loud. I, I've all, I'm, I just don't Maybe you're it. on level one. Maybe you're on level zero. You're, no, me, next time when you get reincarnated, then you'll be like... When I wake up and I brush my teeth, I look in the mirror, I'm like, you're a badass one-time-only motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Expiration date coming soon. You know what I'm saying? That's it. I don't believe in it. Well, I like to believe it's eternal. We're here eternally. <laughs> all right, folks. So all this reincarnation talk, I'm feeling some carnation ice cream. I'm going to go hit the fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some munchies. I'll be right back on the What A Partner Podcast show. What up, partners? What up, All right, partners, we're back and we're worried about all kinds of shit that's happening in the fucking world today. I want to talk about 2020 because 2020 be like you order on Uber Eats and they forget to give you barbecue sauce. Oh, 2020 like, like a like. flat tire. I mean, you get a flat tire. It's like, ah, uh, 2020 flat tire. <laughs> God damn. 2020 be like, keep your face covered, stay inside, can't do shit. 2020 be like, you know what? I'm just going to go drive a restaurant and have it get charged a service fee and then add a tip. Let's go get that shit myself. I almost got a mask, you know? 2020 be like, I'm going to bring back the drive-in theater because it's a great social distancing mechanism. And it actually, fun fact, brings us all together. 2020 to me, see, sled man is like, um, 2020 is like no fans in the stands. 2020 be like, yo, gas is cheap, but where am I going to go? 2020 is like, what's up? Where are we going to hang out? Never. 2020 was all about change, new change. It was an adjustment for everyone. That's what it was. 2020 is like unemployment. 2020 is like, yo, watching Disney host the NBA Finals. 2020 is like watching Marvel races on ESPN because there's no other fucking sport to watch. They actually did have fucking races with marbles on them. And I know I'm going to be talking about that when I'm 75 years old in the old folks home still trying to pick up on some pussy. 2020 was such an inconvenience. It was like, God 
dang it, you know, and uh, Excuse- pardon me, you know, like pardon uh, me, twenty twenty. Sheesh, you know, got to change, you got to do all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, crazy. 2020 is a virus reality check. 2020 are like, yo, are they really playing audio of fans in the stands but no one there? 2020 is like, I kind of regret not putting my photo in one of those badass backdrops of the stands at Dodger Stadium. 2020 was like, uh, oh man, I should have just uh, prepared a little more. Had a little bit more in stock, you know. It's like, <laughs> I got to keep my family safe, you know. Ah. 2020 is like super heat wave. Shit, 2020 like, man, I should have took that extra shot. 2020 is like that one time you took a bath and then you got out of the shower and you still realize you had shampoo in your hair. 2020 is like an opportunity, you know, just like any other opportunity. You find a a door, you open the door and you walk through it. What else are you going to do? 2020 is about taking chances. Shit, 2020 was like, yo, I'm wearing a mask and gloves in the gym. 2020 significantly increased the murder rate throughout the world. 2020 is about, you know, making sure we're all safe. And remember that hurricane in 2020? There was a hurricane that wiped out a lot of businesses. 2020 is like, yo, we're all all the outdoor restaurants at. 2020 is like that one time I went out with this chick and she's like, oh, I just want to be friends. And I was like, me too. 2020 is about like presidential stuff and, uh, you know, the world coming to an end and all kinds of crazy stuff. 2020 is like, yo, you want, you want to take a risk to hang out? 2020 is like that one time I ordered an extra guacamole at Chipotle and I ended up getting an extra guacamole at Chipotle. 2020 is just such an oddity, right? It was just crazy how all these things, the only thing that reminds me about 20 was 92. The storm, the tropical storm, la, what? La Nina? El Nino. El Nino. Nino and La Nina. 2020 uh, Nino. May, May Drive-In Theater. Speaking of 2020, many people now have no choice but to actually date on social fucking media or be on those dating apps. You can't go to a restaurant and meet someone unless you stalk the parking lot and waiting to see who's picking up some fucking well, chimichangas. Well, that's, that's not true. I don't agree with that. You know, oh, really? man here, Stand guys. Man here. All right, you know, from previous experiences, they got some shops, some businesses got, that they got to produce. They got to make money somehow. So they set up these little outdoor little shops and stuff, and you could order your beer, but it's warm beer. That's the only thing. It's like, ah, okay. why do I got to have warm beer? 2020 so, made you like, yo, does that stay clear of outdoor and restaurants? Let's go to that state. My favorite me 2020 was when the sun in Mario Brothers was chasing you, right? Remember that level? Oh, yeah. The sun is chasing you the desert. That's the heat. That's the heat. That was today. The heat wave was no joke, though. 115. 2020. 2020. Be like drinking a whole fucking <laughs> thing of Mad Dog 2020. Yeah. Look, you ever uh, drink a whole thing of Mad Dog 2020? Yes. And uh, and re- what happened when you did? It was like 2020, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh. It ended like 2020. I want to give a quick shout out to uh, the partner from Wakanda. The partner who played Racky Jobinson and the uh, partner who made all our uh, hearts overwhelmed with joy and diversity with the movie Black Panther. What up to my partner, Chadwick? And RIP, partner. RIP. I love that fucking movie, dude. I hope that uh, he's in part two. I don't know if they filmed Big Eight. Word on the street is you know. A lot about a lot about a little bit about the movie. Oh uh, yeah, I heard that. Um, I couldn't find out if he was or not, and maybe the part two. But, mm. but I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, it's gonna be a good dude. Honestly, I hope they uh, find a great way to pay him tribute. He did a good job. 
I love seeing him with all the celebrities. I saw photos of him with uh, Kobe. Just a bunch of people. And especially when he played Jackie Robinson. That was a dope movie. You know what's crazy? That they said he was battling for four years. So if you really look back four years ago. And you look at him. He was battling cancer for four years? Yeah. Fuck. So it was like a four year battle. And no one knew about it. No one knew about it. I don't know, man. If you had cancer and you're battling it, do you want people to know? Would you let people know? Kind of reminds me of uh, Jack Tripper from Three's Company. I would let the partners know. But it would keep it in a, close, in a small circle. Yeah. So you think like the movie studios knew or at least his inner partners? Uh, I may, I'm going to say his agent. Yeah, maybe. You think so? Yeah. Pretty sure. It could have just been keep, him and the doctor and that's has it. Has to keep it out of, you know. The, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure people knew, but just he didn't tell anybody else. 2020 be fucking crazy. We lost a lot of people. It's hard to name everyone. What else is going to fucking happen in 2020? Sledman. What do you anticipate is happening with the migration of artificial intelligence? Where are we going? What's happening? How do you envision it? Well, I, think man? That, I think there might be a divide. A divide of what I mean, like, can you, you, know, between, can you tell us what that looks machines, like? Between machines and humans, where artificial intelligence just gets out of control. Where, where do you think it will begin? I mean, is there a setting that you'd like to illustrate to us? And where, where would that begin? What would that look like? You know, the best thing that I could convey my feelings to everybody out there, it's like you're beginning chased, you know, by something or someone. And it's right on your heels. It's right behind you. And it's like, you can't shake him. You can't shake him. It's like trying to get ahead and you feel like you're drowning, just jamming out on your 250R, you know, your Honda, just getting chased by this futuristic uh, android, you know, in his truck. You're going down the highway and just as the truck speeds up, you know, he's uh, getting close to the bike and it's like such an adrenaline rush and you got your homie, you know, you got your backup, you got your partners coming down and just help you out with whatever you got going on riding a Harley, you know, it's like, you know, crazy. Then you get down into the aqueducts. Damn, I'm trying to get away. This truck is just fucking barreling down on you. You know, gosh, I can't get away. What's going? What's this guy's problem? Ah, uh, you, you think you outrun him, and then you look back, and it's like trying to get you, and it's like ah, you know, it's like you're on your bike and you're getting away, and you fuck him up, and that's how it feels. Is that like, crazy? You no, know, it's like, like I don't know. That crazy. sounds just like a movie that was talking about the future, but it relates to now. Hmm. That's hmm. so crazy, bro. So in that regard, 2020 was dope. You know, I want to fucking go ahead and give props to everybody that's still muscling through it, still going strong, still, you know, whether you're struggling, whether or not you're having a uh, a decent time, whether or not you're essential, not essential, everybody out there needs to band together, get in touch with your partners, get in touch with everybody that you haven't had a, a chance to talk to besides the Zoom calls, set up some safe, you have to, uh, you have to do. set up some safe family outings, you know, go out, fucking go camping, go to no, the nature, river, get nature. out there, Just get yeah. out with nature and so, connect. I want to leave it up to uh, all my partners today to give us a words of wisdom. Big A, hit us. What up, partners? Big A, coming in full effect. You know, my words of wisdom just lately, just keep on living. You have to be living at your own pace. Skip to your own beat. You know, a lot of people. Can you feel the beat within my heart? Can you feel the love that through the boom, boom, it sucks to say just because of this day and age with everybody having to be restricted that they're relying more on social media. So they, they, Build up this checklist in their mind that you have to be in that, live in that order. Like, no, just check out of that state of mind. Keep living. Be with your partners. The real support, you'll see it. If we go through some shit, you're going to know that you got your partners. And just keep going forward. And, dude, look at us. Okay. We're good examples. How Back do you know you. if a partner is a partner? Because a lot of people out there that are hanging out with some fake-ass partners. Uh, you know you have real partners. Like, when you go through some shit where it's like... Because for me, I, I feel like 
my partners know more than my family because you know you there's a different time. level yeah. of a hey, panda right. you are my family bro yeah oh, there's, shit, there's a different no. level of family yeah, yeah but you know like you know panda. hey bro i i got i got you partners i got my family that yeah. you, you guys are included with and that's then, you the, know and, yeah. then, and then i got friends and then i got acquaintances well, and that's the beauty yeah. about all this because like we have each other and we know that we can add a piece to keep each other motivated and you know real talk is the best bittersweet like, you know if you don't get that real talk memory then what are you going to learn from life you know so I'll just, that's my words of wisdom just tell the partners out there keep living really keep chucking thinking of we got partner here and he's going to bring a full and fight. I wish you just back to you partner and happiness happiness <laughs> Partners, I want to leave you with a few words. No woman, no cry. <laughs> That's all you know. That's all you know. I was, I was, I was on my force right there. Stick that out. So, uh, Stedman, since you interrupted us, hit us <laughs> with some words of motivation. Motivate him, motherfucker. Go. Hmm, hey, everybody out there, Stedman here. Little words of wisdom, you know. Everybody's got to just take a step back and relax, you know. It's like. There's like you know you've said that on. one like ten times already. You always say take a step back, take a step forward, and then take another step back. Like we're line dancing in country song or some shit. <laughs> you know, you're right. You always do that. You're right, you're right. You always preach the same motivation. Mm, mm, I, I, I appreciate that. You always mm. stick to your guns. You gotta keep it fresh. Take a step back. You gotta keep it fresh. Like Cobra Strike, first strike, no That's mercy. Everybody's just gotta learn to adapt. You know, the survivors gonna survive. You know, the 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 weak are gonna perish. That's in any kingdom here on earth. You know, down to the, the birds, the the bees, you know, the diatoms, down at the bottom of the ocean, you know, it's like... Diatoms? Of course, the diatoms. What the fuck is they, a diatom? They produce all the oxygen in our atmosphere. Diatoms? Yes, an organism under in the sea that just, you know, a little single cell organism that reproduces and does its thing, but when it dies, it releases oxygen. Whoa. So as it dies, boom, you get all these uh, oxygen Where molecules. are they at? You know, we thought that trees were the ones giving us uh, oxygen. They do, but it really comes from the diatoms. So your diaphragm is in charge of how much oxygen you get. Those astronauts, they <laughs> saw that. They could see it happening in outer space. Badass. Bad. So how do you learn more about diatoms? Uh, do you just, can, can we call you? Can we can call you? Yeah, you ask me some questions. I don't know. This, we do that. So but. folks, if you want to learn more about diatoms, give us a call and uh, ask for Steadman over at the Sir Water Man, Podcast. Yeah. Uh, thank you for the words of motivation. I don't think anyone is going to submarine levels where they have to look at diatons, but I appreciate the, the effort, right? Nick, look, what do you got for us, partner? Always living. Keep living. L-I-V-I-N. Keep living. Take a chance. Something comes up. It may not uh, seem right. Take a chance on it, you know? I'm just saying that I, I had a... Chance. I had something chance, brought up to chance. me earlier, and... I'm thinking about it. It's a chance. Might have to re- relocate. Take but... the All aboard! And like I said, you know, like taking a chance to keep you moving forward. Oh, shit. So, Nick, look, for those of you who don't know what he's talking about, he was recently confronted with a life-changing question. I'm not going to spill the beans. I'm just going to wait to see what happens. And y'all motherfuckers need to wait and see how we end up and how this motherfucker chooses. There's a left, there's a right, and there's, of course, the yellow brick road. What do you do? Everyone is faced with random questions. Everyone is faced with life-changing decisions, especially post-COVID. 
you got to switch jobs. You got to start a new life. You got to move out of state. You got to go to another job, another industry. Do you have so much pride that you're not going to do it? Or what the fuck is going to happen? Do you have the balls to stand up and say, you know what? I want to make a difference. I'm tired of this path. I'm going to make a new path. Give me a motherfucking shovel. You're going to follow it. And we're going to have a good old time. Thank you all my partners for joining the What Up Partner podcast. What up, partners? What up, partner? Peace. Oh, thank you.